Dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life, faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts, pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Coach Dustin, with me as always, the seasoned, the distinguished, Mr. RJ Campbell. RJ, how are you doing today? Good. I put a delay in there on purpose because Dustin and I were having technical problems and I was giving him that brief fear that we froze. Now life is good. We're recording on a we're recording on a Friday from separate locations. It's like a totally different world. We're shaking some stuff up. We are, because in 48 hours I'm gonna be in Mexico. So we had to get one of these out for you guys. Um, but also uh, different change of scenery. But we're going to jump right into it today, guys, because uh, I feel like doing it. And actually, the uh, Mr. RJ, he wanted this topic. You know, So one of our goals is to find relevant things to talk about to the listeners, to make sure that we are providing value to all the business dads out there in whatever pillar we can find value in, as well as to make sure we can find value in life and things that are real that all of us go through. And this, I'll let RJ kind of explain, but it's something we found he was passionate about. So we're like, yeah, let's have an episode of it because if it had value to us, we believe it can have value to you. So RJ, what are we talking about today? We are talking about discomfort versus pain. I tried to say pain, tried to say that like I was a wrestler or something that really did not work. Yes. (laughs) Discomfort versus pain. And I have mentioned on here. Over the last few months, a book that I read twice, back to back, that's bizarre, that, man, I loved it. And it's a book called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. I have been recommending that book to everybody. So good. Easy read. Really, really good. Just to the book is how, when they talk about the comfort crisis, is that we are not uncomfortable. We do not suffer discomfort as a people, an entire race of people, population, I would say, especially in the United States, like we did even 80 to 100 years ago. You know, we mm. don't know what it's like to be uncomfortable unless we make ourselves that way. It's 73 degrees mm. inside the studio today, right here. It will be 73 degrees in my car on the way home. It'll be 72 degrees when I get home. It will be comfortable all night. I will be in a comfortable bed. I'm sitting in a padded chair. I'll move from this to a padded desk chair. We're never uncomfortable unless we want to be. And you Mm. only have to go back to the early 1900s, late 1800s. Totally different life. Yeah. Didn't have air conditioning. Didn't your heat was from a fire. Just sat on the ground. Food wasn't as accessible as it is now. You had to work a little harder at least to cook it and to make it. So discomfort was different. I mean, just the temperatures alone that we live in. We are rarely uncomfortable in temperature unless we plan on it. If you're a hunter, you might be. But again, you planned for this. So that's what got us thinking on this discomfort versus pain. Two very different things. And we use them for different things. 
That's really interesting. Uh, you know, my wife and I grew up uh, a little bit different for sure. Definitely different statuses, I'll put it, at least earlier on in my life. And we were talking because one of uh, the people I coach in investing brought a house that did not have central air conditioning. It just didn't have it. And she was baffled by the thought of not having central air conditioner. Now, I remember a lot of times that I didn't have air conditioning or I didn't have central air conditioning, uh, let alone air conditioning at all. You know, we were kind of running off a fan. But again, we were running off of a fan. And it's not like we were cold. We just didn't sleep with a blanket on. Right? <laughs> so right. The, what we think of as uncomfortable has nothing to do with really what, I mean, even if you go back to the Industrial Revolution when they're working in horrific factories and things like that, it was, we don't know what it's like. It's so interesting to think that. But we do not know what it's like at all. We don't. So even when you were sleeping with no covers on, which is a fan blowing on you, you still were in a padded mattress and a pillow. Yeah. So relatively comfortable. So that's the, the gist of the book, The Comfort Crisis. Talks a lot about that. But what we're yeah. thinking here is pain versus discomfort and how we use the two and how they affect us. So just to say quickly, pain, you, you, pain is a warning and your body reacts to it instantly. You touch a hot stove or a hot pan, that's your body. You will pull back right away involuntarily because your body is trained to avoid pain. Pain is a signal mm -hmm. that it's something bad. It could even just be startled, mm -hmm. scared for a reason, bit by something, stung by something, burnt, sprained an ankle, twist, you don't have to sprain it. You twist your ankle. You're out playing sports and you roll an ankle. It is instantaneous that you're on the ground. You're getting off that ankle. Your body's yeah. like, nope, drop. We have to prevent this pain. There yeah. for a reason. Discomfort is there for growth. When you make yourself mm. uncomfortable, you are, your body is trying to improve itself in a different way to do something. So as simple as being an athlete. Yeah, Dustin, because I get his alerts, does his weight training two or three days a week at like 4.30 in the morning, maybe 5 o'clock. You are specifically uncomfortable when you do that. You're pushing yourself to an uncomfortable state. But you're doing that to make yourself 100%. better. You know, I think back to... Yeah, 20 years ago, when I was 40 years old and started doing triathlons, you're doing a lot of training, a lot of swimming, a lot of running, a lot of cycling. That was a border you had to really pay attention to. So you're using discomfort. You're making yourself discomfort, uncomfortable every single day to get faster, stronger, and more endurance. But also mm -hmm. constantly battling the pain warning signs that a lot of times you don't listen to just battling through the pain because it all sucked. It's yeah. just, where did the pain, where did it go from discomfort to pain? The training sucked. The racing sucked until you won or finished. Either one was better. Winning was great, but also you're about, you definitely were always going, okay, is this pain or is this discomfort? My feet hurt that bad. My knee is bothering me that much. No, you would just, we'd push through it. It was stupid because your body's saying, hey, you got to stop that. This is pain. Pain's there for a reason. Discomfort's there to make you better. How's that for a little summary? It's interesting. And the pain is, is the warning, you know. So I go to, 
uh, David Goggins, if you've ever read any of his books or listened to him. Real low-key, real easy, easygoing guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You should listen to him with your kids around. No, you really shouldn't. <laughs> oh, no, um, you should not. But, you know, he, he talks about so much that your body can do more. It's your mind that shuts yourself down. So it's interesting. Now, I think there's, there's a balance here, and I don't think David Goggins has the balance, although I like him. It's you have to know when pain is really picking up and it's not discomfort anymore because you can hurt yourself, right? He had a perfect example. I think he went into kidney failure on his first race, right? So don't do that. Your body is telling you, giving you the warning, hey, stop this. But I do like that he was pushing himself to a certain point, but you do have to listen to the warning signs. It's kind of what I got out of your synopsis there. Yes, that's exactly right. Because it's easy to keep recognizing the uncomfort. And now we could take this into it and will in a lot of areas outside of just training for a sport. But as you keep pushing that discomfort farther and farther to where it becomes pain, it, there is a point in there you have to recognize this is pain. I need to stop could be just a recovery day or it could be even longer than that or you're just doing you know too much too hard too fast whatever those are we start talking dustin just mentioned balance think about this in your life as an entrepreneur business owner business dad you're working a lot of hours for whatever reason maybe it's habitual because that's what you do maybe there's just a big deadline yeah it's not fun very rarely that's why they pay us to be there your experience in discomfort, putting in a ton of hours, missing out on a lot of things, could be physical discomfort, not sleeping as well, you're not eating right, stress. But where do those signs become pain, not discomfort? And pain mm-hmm. from other people. Now we're talking about balance. At what point is your wife uncomfortable with how much you're gone to this is causing pain in a relationship? Might not be as obvious as pain yeah. of you know, hitting a, uh, uh, stubbing your toe or touching a hot pot. But sometimes, so maybe there's pain that isn't so obvious that it's instantaneous. Well, I think mental pain is not instantaneous. Physical pain is, but mental pain is not. Right? So I think the discomfort can lead to pain if you don't control it. It can get real painful real quick if you don't have the balance, if you lay off the discomfort for a minute. Right. Yeah. And one of the words I wrote down when managing discomfort was just mindfulness. Because you are uncomfortable, but uncomfortable is okay. So you manage it by being mindful of it. But when does that mindfulness turn to hiding pain? Being aware of it that way. So you could go down in so many areas of our lives. It's easy to talk about this physically. We just went on marriage and kids related to work. But you could be overdoing it in any area, which is uncomfortable, And that's really the whole part about being balanced is because we always say we're never in balance. We're trying to balance. We're balancing. But are we getting uncomfortable? Are we feeling discomfort in one area, not realizing that it actually might be pain? And it could especially be pain in another another area, another one of the pillars, and for other people. Are we avoiding discomfort and it's going to lead to pain? Oh, heck You can go back to training. That's easy. Yeah, I, you know, if I don't work out and I lead unhealthy, the pain's going to happen because I'm unhealthy and I, it, it's costing me my health, right? But let's go back, and, and it's interesting. I'm having that, a coaching conversation, a discovery call today, and 
the discomfort that he needed in his life was an uncomfortable conversation. Try not to go into details of it, uh, but he needed to have an uncomfortable conversation with his parents because of the pain it was causing his spouse. Again, don't want to go into more detail, but there was so much pain because he just wouldn't go have the uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, I'm reading a book right now called Critical Conversations. Critical Conversations addresses mm-hmm. all of just that. So that's a totally different tangent. That might be yeah. its own episode. Yeah, we didn't be. think about that. Avoiding discomfort can cause pain. Avoiding discomfort, I think, does cause pain. Because, boy, we don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations and things like that. We don't want to. We put them off. Put them off to the extent of causing problems. We, we've addressed this numerous times and put it down as the, the one of our greatest tips as a business-oriented or business-owning dad and husband. Don't lock your spouse out of that. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. don't want to go through the discomfort of a conversation. You've had a bad week, a bad year, a bad month, whatever that is in the business, or just trials. It's employee issues or whatever they are. We don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. One, we say it's because we're saving them the pain. They don't need to worry about it. Maybe we're also saving us the pain of them starting to question us and drill holes into everything that we're doing, which is probably fair. Do it, though. So that, that boy, that's avoiding a discomfort that eventually is going to become a pain because things are going to happen and they're going to know it. And sometime when you're having pain, <clears throat> a little discomfort can get you out of pain. This, this gentleman I was having this conversation with, he, yeah, the, he was in pain. I mean, there was, there was pain. There was angst. There was anxiety. It was, it was, you know, there, there's a lot of unpacking to do there. But really, the uncomfortable conversations that was needed could get him out of that pain. It's ripping off the Band-Aid and just getting it done in that case. It's really interesting that I was not expecting this to go this way, but discomfort's a good thing. Discomfort is truly a good thing. Growth comes from discomfort. Yeah. So when people say, hey, sometimes you just have to, you know, get outside of the get outside of your comfort zone. Well, there's a reason that's your mm-hmm. comfort zone. And they're like, I was racking my brain trying to figure, is discomfort ever bad? Because it is absolutely how we grow. I don't know that it's ever a bad thing unless we let it get to the painful part. Because growth, true growth, comes from discomfort. The only thing I can think of is don't make other people feel uncomfortable. That that's that's how I, you know, that that's what I would think of. There is let's not make other people uncomfortable, but let's put ourselves through some uncomfortable situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you will want to if when I'm not going to say if when you guys read the comfort crisis and this book has blown up in the last couple of years. It's amazing how many people I've heard reference it. It is just a great read. It's a great story. Um, it's just it's just so good to read. You will find you will start forcing yourself to be uncomfortable. Our joke is I don't run the heat in my car anymore, or I don't run it like I did. I keep it low. Let the car be cold. That's okay. Where you should be okay. You should be okay at fifty degrees with just a t-shirt on. You're not going to die. You can live forever. And that's at the very early part of this book, and they're they're in the Arctic, and a guy's. You know, it's got 37 layers on this, the, the author, Michael Easter. And he looks over at the person that brought him there and the guy's just had a t-shirt on. And he says to the guy, how can you stand there in a t-shirt? And he says, oh, I'm good in a t-shirt down to about 40. 
was like, wow, how many of us can mm-hmm. say that anymore? That kind of kicks off the whole thing, right? Yeah. So that's just physical discomfort, but. Yeah. It's interesting. I have not told you, you know, so uh, I guess I'll just call it out here because I love uh, accountability, but that is going to be the first book I read during 75 hard in March, because I think what, what more of a better book to be going through that book while I'm going through that. So it's reading. Yeah. The comfort yeah. crisis that plays right into 75 hard. Look forward to being uncomfortable. Get yourself uncomfortable. Embrace the discomfort. Recognize pain. Avoid it. Don't avoid discomfort to avoid the pain. That's going to make it worse. But look yeah. forward to making yourself uncomfortable in all different ways. <clears throat> it's the only way we get better. And we talk about it all the time just without that word. You know, if you have a fear of doing something, if you have a fear of public speaking, everybody always told you, get in front of a group and talk. So that is making yourself mm-hmm. uncomfortable, embracing the discomfort to make yourself better. Guys, uh, this one... I don't know. I probably took more notes us talking about it than I have in a long time on this because it's really interesting um, what this can do for your life. Again, our goal is to bring you value. So think about a couple different things. Think where have you avoided discomfort and could it be leading to pain? Or think about are you in pain right now that a little bit of discomfort would get you out of it? Yeah, never thought about it that direction. And that's why we are a good balance to one another. You think it's something, I think it's something, and we go off with it. <laughs> guys, this is a good one. I hope you guys got hope you got a ton of value out of this. Um, I know I did. Go back and re-listen to this one and think of where you can put this in your life. That's, that's the important part. Where can you put this in your life? And then I'm going to ask a favor, which I don't ask a favor too much anymore. Um, but I'm stealing this 100% from Alex Ramosi that talks about if you are people like us, and you want to offer more value in people's lives, which I believe our listeners do, then go ahead and write us a review and share this podcast. Because if you're getting value from it and you share it, then you're offering more value. So I believe that you want to give value to the world. So I would ask you to leave a review and share that. Guys, you can always join these conversations at our Facebook group. Go to dadupgroup.com, get you right in there, or just look us up, The Balanced Business Dad, on Facebook. Um, We'd love to carry on the conversation with you. That's what I got, RJ. That's all I got. We are going to have some discomfort and uncomfortable conversations, or conversations about that anyway. The conversation won't necessarily be uncomfortable, on the Facebook group. (laughs) I'm going to push this book even harder. Michael Easter is wondering why he's getting all these sales. He didn't realize it's me selling his book for him. But... Uh, yeah, we'll have some cool conversations about about growing. Yeah, that's what I need to do. I, we got to reach out to Michael Easter and say, your biggest fan, your fanboy wants you on here. See, let's make RJ feel uncomfortable and reach out to this guy to get him on the podcast. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, remember to dad up. And we're out. <laughs>